All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour. We'll get to your calls coming up this uh, hour on this Friday, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the uh, program. Um, John Andresik, Five for Fighting fame, came out with probably the most powerful uh, song uh, in many decades coming from the, the music industry. And it has to do with the disaster that is Afghanistan. And it's now day 146 that Joe Biden stabbed our fellow Americans in the back. That would include military family members, thousands of green card holders, our Afghan allies that we promised that if this day ever came, we would get them out of there. And then Joe, of course, leaves successfully to turn the page, but then he leaves billions and billions of 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 dollars worth of sophisticated military weaponry for the Taliban. Uh, There's stories out today about security concerns, especially in Afghanistan, as defense officials are now fearing ISIS-K and al-Qaeda threats in Afghanistan as as the months go by. Uh, We are now no longer able to even get anybody out of Afghanistan at this point. There have been private groups that have been willing to spend a lot of money and charter airplanes and bring people to to other countries uh, to get them out of there and get them free. And, of course, the State Department was no help at all whatsoever uh, because they said, well, if you get your private charter to go to a, a, a third-party country um, and they need our permission, it will not be forthcoming, and you're not allowed to land in the United States. How is that possible? You know, we abandoned Americans behind enemy lines. We abandoned, you know, legal uh, green card holders that could be in the United States. We abandoned thousands of them. We even abandoned military family members. Never mind our Afghan allies. And we now know the new, I think it was the New York New Yorker. They came out with a piece this week because nobody else seems to want to talk about it. I'm the only one counting down the days, 146 days since we abandoned them, 159 days since Joe promised he wouldn't abandon them, but he did. And women now can't go to work or school. They're getting beaten in the streets. They have, you have people dragged out of their homes, murdered in broad daylight. And it's, it's just deteriorated to the old Taliban as the new Taliban. Just sad. Uh, our friend John Andresik from Five for Fighting has now put out his first video that we we highlighted to you. He now has a second video that he's put together. We're going to put them both on Hannity.com so you can see them. And the song is called uh, Blood on My Hands. Got blood on my hands. Americans. 
they want and for whatever reason. To be disrespected like they were at Dover with Mr. Biden looking at his watch each time the, the salute was released was was disrespectful as as anything I've ever seen. Got blood in my hand. We are here to celebrate the return of American citizens. Flag of the Taliban. Most people will spend a lifetime trying to make sure, trying to find out if they made a difference in this world. Marines don't have that problem. My Marine did not have that problem. Darren's Marine does not have that problem. None of them do. Now it gets even more interesting because John Androsik just just put out earlier on Twitter that he received a notification. YouTube has taken down his video. Blood on my hands. That's why, if you want to see it, go to my website, Hannity.com, the White House docu-music video that he that he has that we just played for you. And he joins us now. Wow. Uh, did they give you a reason why they took it down? You know, Sean, they uh, <clears throat> said it was a graphic content warning, which was interesting because I uploaded the video five days ago. And as you know, I have a, I have a graphic warning label and they put uh, a children's restriction on it, which I appreciated. Uh, I, I thought that was the correct uh, move. And uh, they published it on Monday with the children's restriction, with my warning. And it played uh, for the last five days. And as you know, it's been growing and resonating around the world, especially with our veterans and Afghans. In a way, actually, the song never did, uh, because I think of the nature of the video. And uh, you're right, just an hour ago, they said, uh, we took it down. And um, it's, really, it's really disappointing, because I think it distracts from the message of the song and what it's, what it's all about. You know, it seems that after Joe Biden turned the page, the mob, the media, they turned the page, too. You know... I really can't think of anyone else on television, and I'm sure that there are others in radio. I know Glenn Beck was one of them. That he he was involved in a lot of efforts to try and and help rescue Americans, and I give him all the credit for helping. Um, but we have American citizens there, allies, all the people that I mentioned, and you have everybody's turned the page. Now the, the show Nightline was literally built on the American hostage crisis with Iran. And Ted, I'm Ted Koppel, this is Nightline, you know. And day 146, you know, and but a whole show was emerged out of that. And the country paid attention. 444 days, Americans held hostage. They were released the day that Ronald Reagan was sworn in as president. And yet nobody cares here. And I don't understand it myself. Do you? You know, at the end of my video, I uh, actually did an interview with uh, Vice President Saleh, who you know, former Vice President of Afghanistan, because it was important to me that an Afghan had the last word in my piece. And he said something that I think is very telling and appropriate. He said, Afghanistan is like a mirror to America, and it's showing a side of ourselves that I don't think... Um, 
that's very flattering because it's not just the people we left behind. Sean, as you know, we're facing the biggest women's rights catastrophe, decimation in our lifetimes. I'm talking to some of these folks embedded who have gay and lesbian people on their list that they're trying to evacuate, some of which who have had their partners beheaded. We have children being sold for food. So you're right. Where are these advocates of women's rights? Where are these advocates of gay rights? Where are these uh, advocates of uh, minority rights, humanitarian rights? It is crickets, and it is a disgrace. And I, I, think it's, it's- I would ask them to put aside maybe other political differences you have. You're right. Women are being abused in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Women can't go to work. Girls can't go to school. Gays and lesbians, if if it's discovered they're gay or lesbian, they're being murdered. Um, I would. Why don't they join this cause and speak out? Um, all the other oppression that goes on. For example, there's very little talk about, you know, the minority Muslims in China that are being persecuted. You know, people like me speak about it. I mean, this is happening forced labor in in the year 2022. You can't even make it up. It's so horrific. And besides the humanitarian crisis, it's a national security crisis. There's 20,000 special forces commandos that we trained in Afghanistan using our weapons. And they have two choices, John. One choice is to be hunted and killed. The other is to join the Taliban. And if we don't get them out, we're going to be fighting them. The people we trained with our weapons and intelligence sooner than later. So there's so many levels to this catastrophe, but you're right. The big shame, I think, is the fact that so much of America, so much of the media, wants to sweep it under the rug. And part of my video was not letting them do that. Basically, the prologue was clips. It was their words, not mine. Clips in the video were of General Austin, General Milley, the president, Secretary Blinken, promising that we would get anybody who wanted to come out, get out. And as you know, the way the State Department is moving, it'll probably take four or five years to get approval, and by then there'll probably be nobody left to get out. You know, it's really sad, but if you're asking me to, to be honest, do I think the odds of rescuing them, especially under Joe Biden, are high at all? I, 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 don't, I, I don't see them getting rescued. I see them trapped, and I see, you know, Mogadishu images in my head, and I pray to God I'm wrong. Uh, I see, you know, ISIS and fear that they or ISIS-K or Al-Qaeda reemerging in Afghanistan. It's now a safe haven for terrorists again. Um, and if they find any Americans there, God help them, because they will be they will be tortured. They will be murdered. You're not wrong. I'm, uh, as, as I become embedded with many of these groups, we're on a signal chain, once called atrocities, and I see it every day our allies being murdered, families disappearing. Uh, and it, it will take policy to do that. And you're right, I think the administration uh, wants it to go away. But to, to the credit of some of the folks on the Hill, Joni Ernst has a letter from every female senator, including Democrats, calling on Joe Biden to take action for women's rights. So I do think there are people on the Hill, Mike Waltz, we can down the, go down the list, Tom Cotton. People do understand the national shame and the consequences to come. You know, Sean, at the end of my video, the most scary thing in my video is something nobody sees. At the very end, before the final logo, there's a half-second blip of Chinese planes flying over Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And as, as, as Sala said... <clears throat> Who's going to trust us now? If our allies are looking for a window to make a move, we're seeing it in the Ukraine. 
I think Taiwan, with we'll probably see China go after Taiwan. And why do, is by that? the way, they'll do it after the Olympics. I don't and, think Putin is amassing 200,000 troops on Ukraine's border for, for the fun of it uh, or to have a barbecue. And I think the Iranians are aggressively now putting together nuclear weapons. And why is that? Because we have a big question that we're asking. I think we're at a crossroads in our nation. Who are we? That's the big thing in my video. Who are we? Are we Normandy? Are we the America that brought down the Berlin Wall? Or are we an America that abandons our citizens and allies to terrorists? And Xi knows that. Putin sees that. Iran sees that. And I think the worst, sadly, I hope I'm wrong, well, A, A squared, B squared is C squared. So your yeah. logic is correct. If Joe Biden will abandon Americans in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, uh, he's not going to lift a finger when China, quote, reunifies, meaning takes over the independent country of Taiwan. He won't lift a finger and he's not going to do much to Putin either. And don't forget the Biden family, the the syndicate that it is, uh, they're compromised by all of these countries. And that, in my mind, plays a big part in all of this. Anyway, we we have the video, Blood of My Hands, both versions of it on Hannity.com. John, great work. And thank you for not not backing off, not going along with everybody else and just saying, all right, we'll turn the page. They're stuck. They're on their own. Uh, I'm not going to stop counting down until every American is home safely. Uh, appreciate the video. And if you can't get it on YouTube, you can get it on Hannity.com. I appreciate you leading the way. I'm sorry we have to talk about these tough things, but Happy New Year. And uh, thank you for all yeah. you're doing for Afghanistan. Well, one last thing. I saw John play this in concert. Um, undisclosed location that I went to when he was performing, and I snuck in and nobody knew. And uh, anyway, it was so powerful, the reaction of the crowd. If you have a chance to see John on the road, you you just, you got to see him, see the reaction when he plays this song. Uh, John Androsik, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Sean. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program? All right, glad you're with us. 25 till the top of the hour on this Friday. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. we got a great show for you. Uh, hope you'll join us. Uh, all right, let's get to our phones. Scott is in the great state of Kansas. You know, uh, Mike Pompeo's from Kansas. I was reading a story about him today, and, and I know what his life was like when he was the CIA director. I've been friends with him for a long time. I know what his like, life was like uh, as, as Secretary of State. You live on an airplane. And it's not conducive if you want to work out, exercise, be in the best health you can be in, eat right, etc. He's lost 90 pounds. He looks phenomenal. And they told how he did it. And he said, simple, eating and exercise. Anyway, he's from Kansas. Great guy. Scott, we're glad you called. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I'm a rancher. And I would like to discuss the uh, meat situation, big meat. How many cattle do you have? About 300 cows. Yeah, um, well, that, that, by the way, that's a lot of work. But do you yeah. watch the show Yellowstone? I got to ask you that first. Uh, yes, I have. Is it realistic? Oh, yeah. 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 Very by the way, you know, there are many days, Scott, that I really wish I was you or a farmer or something else. I, I You know, I love, I've been blessed in every way to do what I do every day, but there are days 
man, I would love the privacy of a ranch. But anyway, what's on your mind today? Uh, yeah, it's a great life. Um, you know, I like to discuss big meat. Um, Joe Biden's bringing it up here lately, uh, and he was uh, saying that big meat is is doing bad things to the you know people. Um, you know, but big meat, their their expenses are going up just like everybody else. Uh, they've raised their wages. Uh, their uh, energy costs are going up. Um, their PPE costs going up considerably. Um, but so are ours on the farm. Uh, ranch um, fuel costs are you know medicine so in other uh, words the, 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 he's accusing you of being a price gouger he's accusing you yeah. now ranching is not a particularly easy easy it's not easy work it's hard work it's labor intensive it's long hours um i know farmers they, they're having a hard time even finding fertilizer and they're paying astronomical prices in the course of getting your cattle to market how many times does 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 are the cattle transported? Because you, you know you're paying a buck fifty more for per diesel now a gallon. So, but there are different steps. For example, you, I don't know if you I don't know if you extensively take it yourself or you just sell off the cattle. I assume you just sell it off, right? Uh, yeah. Um, the cattle are sold usually go four, five, six times. Um, Mm-hmm. Throughout the course of their lives, which they're transported, um, you know, from the time they're born, and then they're weaned, and uh, usually backgrounded or uh, put on. So, when you sell cattle, where does it usually go to next? Um, I usually sell to a sale barn, and then from there they'll get sold to a, a feed yard, which would feed them, pinch them, and then they'll be taken to a packing plant. Fatten them up a little bit, then a packing plant. Then they got to be, you know, uh, sent to the to the individual stores. So that's a lot of transportation yeah. costs, and the cost of transportation now is dramatically higher because of Biden's energy policies and his horrific inflation and economic policies. So uh, the real culprit, the real person to blame for the high cost of of meat. And by the way, I'm I eat pretty much paleo now. And I eat, that's all I eat is meat and salads. That's what I eat. And the high cost is really Joe Biden, but he accused you. How many hours do you work a day? Oh, at least 12, 16. 12, 16 hours a day. And, and if seven, you could sell your cattle at a lower price, because fuel, let's say fuel costs went down tomorrow, uh, you would lower the price of the cost of your cattle, wouldn't you? Mm, I'd rather not. <laughs> we're, 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 we're barely breaking even as it is. Well, then, then fair point. I mean, the whole purpose of a business is you provide goods and services that people want, need, and desire, and the marketplace is going to dictate what the price is, supply and demand crisscross. If there's a high supply and a low demand, you're going to get lower prices, but the demand for meat is pretty high. Um, yeah. You know you, you, you're providing a service to this country. I love to eat meat. That's that's basically what my diet is. And I, I've noticed a year ago that the price of meat was going higher, and it's gone consider, considerably higher. Um, but I don't blame you. I blame Joe. Let me ask you another question. It may sound a little strange. How many, how many births do you give for, for your cattle every year? Calves are born on your ranch. How many births? Yeah, how many, many calves are born usually in a, on any year on your ranch? 
Oh, about 300. Wow. And do you go out and do you do it yourself or do you bring in a vet or what do you do? Oh, yeah, I do everything myself. And if it's a breech birth, you know how to handle all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, you know what? You're watching the circle of life unfold before your eyes. Um, I bet that doesn't get old, does it? Oh, no. It's a new adventure every day. Yeah. Well, I, for one, thank you for what you do. As a meat eater, as a carnivore, as a, a, a paleo diet guy, I can't say thank you enough for what you do. And it's pretty cool, the service you provide America, and you deserve to do better than just about break even. You deserve to make a profit because you're feeding the entire country. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know you're looking at me like, what's what the hell's wrong with you? Because I'm fascinated with, you know, I, there are days in my life, not many, but there are days I, I'd love to be isolated from the world. I and, think you would do great on a ranch, actually. Why do you think that? Well, you really do have a green thumb. That's something that our audience probably doesn't know. Oh, good. But from great. your early days, you were great at landscaping and gardening and, you know, making your own vegetables. And I think that you'd mm -hmm. be great at it. And I think there's a lot of solace in, you know, putting in a hard day's work. One thing I've learned about growing your own garden, it's very simple. Um, you can, at the end of the year, you do all that work. Like, for example, I love corn. And you raise, you get two ears of corn, right, out of your your one little corn seed. And you watch it pop up in rows, right? And it's very cool to watch. And it's great to know. But I can then go down the block and get, you know, uh, a dozen ears of corn for like five bucks now. I think I'll go mm -hmm. down and buy it for five bucks. The interesting thing about corn is it's like the one vegetable that has absolutely no nutritional value None. whatsoever. So, of course, Zero. that's the one you picked. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, but I love. Look, you you even have to love like a sweet corn. It's delicious. I like I like cornbread. I like sweet cornbread that's made with the corn oh kernels. Uh, you know, you, you can't. You have to ruin everything. Why is and that the, ruining it? Because you, you're telling me you don't like corn dipped in butter with salt on it. Uh, you know, if I had my choice between cornbread and you know gooey icky's thing right, of corn, you know yeah, what? I'd go for the you, bread. Go ahead, just keep sipping on your disgusting... Pull, you know. pull your callers. Um, anyway, Annette is in North Carolina. What's up, Annette? How are you? Thanks for taking my call, Sean. I've got two points I want to make. Um, I did watch the hearing today, and so I wanted to comment on that. But, uh, listen, I'm kind of a crazy person, and I went over to uh, the de Department of Motor Vehicles on the 31st of December, and there was quite a long line. I'm going to be here for about three hours. So I got a little crazy, and I stood out, and I asked a big question. I said, folks, I just want to ask you a question. There's about 75, uh, 75 people here. Uh, how many people love God and feel like they're called according to God's purpose? And people raised their hands excitedly. I thought that there was at least 75% of them that said yes. And then I said, well, let me ask you another question. How many of you feel patriotic and American and not afraid to vote? And do you know that I only got like about 40, 30, something like that percent people started looking away from me. Then at that point, I thought I was going to cry. And I just got back in line and didn't say a word. But um, the same day, I was listening on a show where there was a host on a radio show and on Fox 
that touted that he did not vote, and there were callers that called in and agreed with him that it was okay not to vote. Let me just, let me, let me add this. Don't, I tell this to my kids all the time. You cannot live your life in fear. You cannot live your life caring that much what people think of you if you're doing the right thing, obviously, not if you're doing the wrong thing. There's certain principles, you know, America, you know, we say the, the land of the free and the home of the brave, that actually means something. And I think many Americans have become intimidated and are fearful. You know, people afraid of the IRS, people, uh, you know, scared to death uh, over COVID, but they're not taught any of the fundamentals about therapeutics and monoclonals, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a scary time or that, you know, have you or are you or have you ever been a Donald Trump supporter? I mean, which is kind of where we're getting right now. Um, It's, you know, there's reason to be afraid. We have a dual justice system. I think the country, if we don't win this midterm election and stop this, um, I'm not very hopeful. I think the damage will be irreparable. I don't think we'll be able to repair it if Joe Biden has a Democratic Congress next year this time. So fear is of the devil. And how can we as Christians raise our hand and say that we love Just, God and we're called according to his purpose? How, be how about this? Food. How about let not your heart be troubled and you just, you know, speak up and people will be drawn to you and then other people will hate you. Look, I, I, I can walk in a restaurant and I can spot people that hate me instantaneously. It's on their face. Um, I can spot people that, that might happen to like me. Uh, in New York, I'm pretty canceled. There's a lot of people in New York. They see me and, and it's, you know, they're visibly agitated at the fact that I'm actually breathing and living, uh, you know, and I'm even in the same room as them. Um, none of that bothers me. I don't care. Whatever switch I'm supposed to have that cares about what other people think about me, I wouldn't be able to do my job, Annette. All right. So you be strong and you be tough and you speak out and you're going to find you're drawn to better people, better friends, uh, and people that share your values. And you don't have to worry about the people that don't like you. Who cares what they think? Uh, Don in Lake Ronkonkoma. What's up, big Don? How are you, my friend? Hey, Sean. Uh, boy, no rest for you since you, uh, <laughs> your first week back from vacation. You know, I, I like to ask God, what is the purpose of my existence? What am I here on earth to do? Well, boy, he had a plan for January that I wasn't expecting, but go ahead. <laughs> Since, since uh, Democrats are enamored with political anniversaries, today, January 7th, uh, marks the date that impeachment trial of Bill Clinton formally <laughs> began uh, with him lying under oath and obstructing justice. So uh, there's an anniversary for him. But, you know, Sean, I really wanted to call in and compliment you and your radio and TV crew for the excellent audio and video montages that you, uh, that you have to that they explain better than anything of the insulting hypocrisy of political Democrats and those in, in the mainstream media that ignore it. Uh, I, I appreciate you noticing. And by the way, I condemn violence. I condemned it in real time. This is, but this is a sham committee, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. and, 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 you know, look at everyone on that committee voted to impeach Donald Trump. Yep. You have the biggest purveyor of election lies in the history of the country in the congenital liar. Adam Schiff is on the committee. Yep. Um, we all know 
that they're not looking for answers. We all know they have a predetermined outcome. That's why they kicked Jim Banks and Jim Jordan off the committee. Now, if they really wanted credibility, they have to ask this question. Donald Trump signed an approval of 20,000 National Guard troops on January 4th. He needed the mayor of D.C., Bowser, and he needed Nancy Pelosi to sign off on it. They haven't signed off on it. So unless and until this committee brings in Pelosi and questions her and Bowser and questions her and the sergeant at arms and questions the sergeant at arms. And by the way, the emails, they're not being turned over. I wonder why. Um, And the Capitol Police chief that requested the National Guard, you know, it's it, it is what it is. They could write the they could write their conclusions now, but they'll save it for October 25th. So yep. it will impact the the election. Uh, but I got to roll. Listen, Don, we love you. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you, to you my friend. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Full, complete fallout coverage from the sham January 6th committee. Uh, Jonathan Turley will join us tonight. Senator Ram Paul takes on a whole variety of issues, including uh, the failure of Fauci and company. How did we run out of tests? How did we run out of therapeutics and monoclonal antibodies? Leo 2.0 Terrell, Tammy Bruce, Craig Jarrett, Sarah Carter, much more. Set your DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern tonight. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible.